So what's the common thread here? This is the judge castigating Alex Jones in the courtroom. Mr. Jones, you may not say to this jury that you complied with discovery. That is not true. You may not say it. And this nurse who has been grievously injured by the mRNA injections who was asked, what do you think of people who didn't take the injections? I totally have changed my mind. They were the smart ones. They were the ones that didn't wear the masks. They were the ones that hung around each other and never caught it, never spread it. Some of the ones did get vaccinated because of their jobs. But the ones that aren't, I totally commend you and I wish I was one of you. I think very highly of you. With Alex Jones, he's been ordered to pay $45 million for defaming parents of kids who were murdered in Sandy Hook by calling them crisis actors. In the second case, that's a woman who was conned. She was lied to by academia, by the Mockingbird media, by her government, but it's the media on which I'd like to focus. The Alex Jones precedent is this. If you defame private citizens in a harmful way, you can end up paying 45 million bucks. But what if you don't just defame them, but you lie to them and you tell them to stick something into their bodies that grievously injures them or, or kills them or injures or kills their kids. Doesn't the Alex Jones precedent say we can sue every single mockingbird media liar who to this very second lies about the injections? The Todd Herman show is 100% disapproved by big pharma technocrats and tyrants everywhere. From the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Thank you to Alan's Artisan Soaps for proving that, in fact, all lives matter. That in fact, God gives talents to everybody. And that in fact, if we trust in the Lord, those talents will become clear. It's allenssoaps.com slash Todd. I'm going to have to be so focused in this show because I could talk about this for a week. And let me begin with a very important disclaimer for people who are listeners of Alex Jones. I disclose the fact that I have heard all of about um, an hour of Alex's radio show. And I found the production compelling. I thought it was a terrific radio program. Um, let me also share this disclaimer. I lost a friendship because of Sandy Hook. Now, I'm not blaming Alex Jones for that. Um, what happened was I had a friend in the media and advertising business whose mother was a teacher at Sandy Hook and she sheltered her kids from the gunfire. 
and she is lucky to be alive. And she was psychologically deeply, deeply harmed by that. And what happened in the friendship, as I understand it, is we had a discussion about guns. And this gentleman asked me, will you now stand with me to get rid of these assault weapons, he called them. And I said, and I wrote back and, and I thought it was, I thought it was caring and empathetic and, and communicated that, no, I am not willing to give up my rights because a, a crazy kid who was put on psychotropic drugs for a condition that doesn't exist, a serotonin in, in, imbalance, used them in a way that everybody knew he was going to use them. So I'm not going to do that. I lost that friendship, but I was with my friend when he talked about what had happened to his mom psychologically after Sandy Hook. And then he mentioned, there are people who think my mom is a crisis actor. And he wasn't even familiar with the phrase crisis actor. He had no idea what the phrase meant. And I know him and I love him to this day. And he's not a liar. And his mom is not a crisis actor. So that put me on a side of feeling something about Jones and Alex Jones. I've never met Alex. I know someone who works closely with Alex. That's as close as it gets. And I've not heard his work. Uh, I've defended Alex in the, you know, against the ridiculous charges that he caused people to go into the Capitol. We've played the audio of Alex Jones demanding that people who went to see him do just the opposite. So I've defended him on that front. So I just want those things to be clear for everybody who, who understands. So everybody understands where I'm at with this. Also, I think the precedence of putting someone on trial uh, for being a media figure who lies about others is, well, dangerous in a way, uh, deeply dangerous, only because it will be used against the right. It will be used to silence who's next. They'll find some way to go after Joe Rogan probably next. They would have loved this precedent to go after Rush, although Rush was very, very careful. God rest him. EIB was super, super solid on fact-checking. And I think to this degree, to this time probably is with Buck and Clay. But it's also a precedent I intend to use or demand it be used because of this. Jones was tried for defaming the families of Sandy Hook and their victims. And, and, and this should open the door for lawsuits against the Mockingbird media, particularly on the deadly COVID response, because that's the hugest human rights crime in our history. So I'm going to have to be super, super diligent to get through the show. So I'm going to begin. Um, and I'm going to paint the picture using someone else's words that we can go after the Mockingbird media, a senator, United States senator, no less, that we can go after the Mockingbird media using the same precedent that has been set in the Jones trial. Uh, it was not a particularly good trial, um, I think, uh, for Alex Jones. Mr. Jones, you may not say to this jury, that you complied with discovery. That is not true. You may not say it. So why was he saying he complied with discovery? So Alex Jones got the shock of a lifetime. And, and in this way, he has, an, he has an opportunity to go for a mistrial, in my judgment, because of the actions of his attorneys. 
or the inactions of his attorneys. This, this is unthinkable. And the people who represented Alex Jones in this case in, in, should be professionally censored. They won't be. They should probably be disbarred. They won't be because the American Bar Association is a leftist organization. But this happened during the trial. Very bottom left corner. Is that your phone number? Yes. So you did get my text messages. And instead you did. Nice trick. <laughs> yes, Mr. Jones. Oh. Indeed. You didn't give this text message to me. You don't, you don't know where this came from. Do you know where I got this? No. Mr. Jones, did you know that 12 days ago, 12 days ago, your attorneys messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone with every text message you've sent for the past two years and when informed did not take any steps to identify it as privileged or protect it in any way. And as of two days ago, it fell free and clear into my possession. And that is how I know you lied to me when you said you didn't have text messages about Sandy Hook. Did you know that? I See, I told you the truth. This is your Perry Mason moment. I gave them my phone. and then, Mr. Jones, you need to answer the question. No, Did I, you know I, this happened? No, I didn't know this happened. So, A, his attorneys should be disbarred. They were informed. He informed them, according to the lawyers for the, for the, uh, the families, the lawyer for the families. He said, Hey, you sent me all of Alex Jones's phone, the, all of it. And Jones's attorneys at that point could have said, Hey, if the stuff you didn't ask for, that's attorney client privilege. Now in truth, in truth, you know, truly he would have gone back and said, no, this is not attorney client privilege stuff. This isn't work products. No, it's not AC Priv. But that's very bad for Alex Jones. Jones, during the trial, um, landed a punch, but this is also super important. Now, I can see what the lawyer's trying to do there. He's trying to develop a pattern that this is what Jones does, that Alex Jones lies. As I've said on the show many times, Alex Jones has told important truths about COVID. He's told important truths about the FBI. He's told important truths about the Russia, you know, Russia hoax. And, and this part I know because while I don't listen to his radio program, I pay attention to what Jones says through clips of the show, et cetera. I understand that's cherry picking. I get it. And if you're a fan of Alex Jones, you know where I'm coming from. He landed a punch and a guy on the internet, that's such a weird phrase, a guy on the internet, um, and a video editor took this moment in court and he put something to it that's just so phenomenal. So he took um, an MMA fight. Joe Rogan and some other guy I don't know are commentating it. And he juxtaposed it to, to Jones landing a pretty good solid punch um, against the, um, the attorney in this case. One of the things you've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, child trafficking, and the grooming of children, right? Well, you mean like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? Ah! It was a pretty good moment uh, for Jones radio host, Jones, you know, TV host. 
I don't know how it played in the courtroom. I know that the, uh, the lawyer was silenced for a good long while because he's right. Alex Jones is right. But let's keep that moment in mind. You mean what the media and the Clintons did with Epstein? Let's keep that moment in mind because it's key to my theory. It's key to the Jones precedent. The Jones precedent is he knowingly lied about the Sandy Hook families. He has now admitted they're not crisis actors. He admitted the shooting happened. So he admitted these things, as I understand it. And the Alex Jones precedent is when you knowingly lie and harm another as a media figure, a public figure, you can be forced to pay enormous amounts of money when you knowingly lie and cause people, in this case, psychological harm. Well, what about physical harm? What about young women continuing to be trafficked? What about people who can't get out of wheelchairs because of the COVID flu? Well, no, not because of the flu. Because of the injections. I got to stay focused. But I have to share this with you. <laughs> the guy who made that video uh, immediately made another, and it is utterly hilarious. So I'm going to try to pronounce this guy's name correctly. Um, it's Damon Amani. This is all linked in the show notes. Guys, if you do not get the Substack notes, I got a friend, uh, a dear friend texted me this weekend and asked me for um, some, some of the assets. Uh, it was the sound of Obama talking about if he could operate the White House with a figurehead and an earpiece that he would do that. My friend Scott wanted to copy that. And he's my brother and my friend. And I wrote back and said, man, it's in the Substack notes. Guys, please, for no other reason, get the Substack notes uh, to watch this. It's the Todd Herman Show on Substack. Or just go to the ToddHermanShow.com and we'll, we'll just, there's a quick link there. You can subscribe. This is the guy who made this video and he stages this video where he is kneeling. He's, he's sitting down on the floor. His back is to a wall. It's a really poorly shot video. And he keeps glancing up to his right. And his hands are, they're not, they're not obviously shaking, but they're shaking as he's holding this piece of paper. This is so brilliant. Hello. Last night, I put up a video on Twitter that quickly went wild. And now I realize that it's my responsibility to make some things clear. The allegations made in the video about the Clintons participating in child trafficking with Jeffrey Epstein, who killed himself, are not <laughs> The conspiracy theorist Alex Jones made those up. Spreading misinformation like this is very dangerous for our democracy. Repeat the line. <laughs> I promise to do better in the future, and I hope the Clintons can forgive And by the way, the guy's obviously, I've looked at his work. He's a brilliant creator of videos. So he puts the static in there. He puts the static in because of course it's a hostage video and times being what they are. There were people who watched that online and said, why does he keep looking up to his right? <laughs> why is the footage so bad? <laughs> because it's a hostage video is why. So brilliant. 
but still a really bad week for Alex Jones in court and a bad outcome for him, 45 million bucks. Dangerous? Okay, it is because it's going to be used against people like Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk is very upset with this precedent. I get it. I don't reach Charlie Kirk's level. Maybe I never will. Okay, fine. I have one, one master, that's the Lord God, and one podcast family, that's you guys. But there's a precedent. And the precedent is vital, and the precedent is important. We can go all the way back, all the way back to the beginning of the injection scheme, the COVID response hoax. We can go all the way back and I have video, I have audio asset after audio asset. I've got collections of the Mockingbird media saying that these shots are safe and effective. I've got collections of the Mockingbird media saying Joe Rogan lied when he said he took ivermectin. I've got sound clips of them calling ivermectin horse parasite paste and you're not a horse. I've got audio of people at CNN saying it's insane to think that high dose vitamin D or vitamin C could be helpful. I've got audio of people calling doctors who are engaged in early treatment domestic terrorists. And then we can come up to date with some things that exist now today at this moment. Um, the funeral business according to a guy who was kicked off of Twitter for a year, Alex Berenson. We've talked about the casket purchases. We've talked about the all-cause mortality being up 140% with millennials on this program. That's true. Those are numbers. That's not on the Mockingbird media. They won't talk about it. They refuse. Berenson was called what? Conspiracy theorist, liar, the wrongest man in the pandemic. He writes, the funeral business is doing great and not because of COVID. Don't take it from me. Take it from the good folks at Services Corporation International, North America's leading provider of funeral, cremation, and cemetery services, handling 450,000 corpses a year. He says, not their word. Their earnings boomed in 2020 and 2021 thanks to COVID. Funerals are a solid but slow growth business and tend towards cremations hasn't helped. But between 2019 and 2021, SCI's earnings per share more than doubled, $1.90 to $4.57. And now there's this. On Wednesday, Services Corporations reported its spring earnings, another banner quarter with almost $1 billion in sales and $135 million in profit. As Tom Ryan, the company's chief executive, told investors and Wall Street analysts, I think COVID cases, uh, cases on a national basis, it's not just material to our numbers. So like we tried to point out our, to investors, I think we're experiencing, we're, we're servicing elevated numbers of consumers or in English, people who don't die are dying. People of an age who don't die are dying. This is happening worldwide and nationwide. And there's this. You know those fully approved FDA drugs? You know the mockingbird media who lies to this moment that they're fully approved? Well, they're not. They never have been. 
but they lie. They run advertising, lying. This is knowable. Since I know this, and I'm a podcaster with a small team of friends who helped me, I know this. I knew this when I was a radio host with a single producer, my dear brother Alex, who I saw this weekend, by the way. Since Alex and I knew it, it's knowable. What they did, Pfizer and Moderna, is they made up. They created a method to get the fraud injections, uh, get the uh, emergency youth authorization. They, they did something called immunobridging. Let me boil this down. They said because after people get injected, they have antibodies, that means they have immunity. It means nothing of the sort. It means that their bodies are trying to fight off the nanolipid particle encased spike proteins that their bodies have now produced. What this means, those antibodies, means their bodies are fighting stuff their bodies produce. That's not an immunity to anything. That's immunoderangement. But that's just the very beginning of this. Remember I said, I'm going to have to be diligent. I'm already failing because I can talk about this for weeks on end. A United States Senator makes the case for the Alex Jones precedence. You better believe we can go after the Mockingbird media for the lies they have told about the injections and about COVID and about lockdowns and about woke masks. It's the Jones president. Hey, we are wrapping up the shirt sales. Um, I am going to make the call that we will go with new designs of shirts. So the first generation of shirts at the Todd Herman show um, are about to be, well, unavailable. So it's the toddhermanshow.com slash store. There's two shirts that exist and we're working on some new designs and some new concepts. I'm basing this upon something we did at my internet radio startup. We created bracelets. I know, pretty unmanly. Uh, but at the time, people wore those. And every team member got a bracelet. And we put them on these high-quality leather straps. And you, you could hang them up in your office. And what we asked is that you wore them to company meetings. And at one point, like 80 people worked there. And it was really helpful. And here's why. is because if you were there when the company was founded, you had a certain bead. You were a founding team member. If you were there when the company got its first customer, you had a bead for that. If you were there when the company got its first venture capital fund or first angel funding and then venture capital funding, you had a bead. So the, 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 the bracelet you had on your arm showed your longevity with the company and it could become very, very clear. It also, during interviews, we encourage you know, managers who interviewed incoming employees or want to be employees to share the bracelet with them to let them know this is the heritage of the company. Your bracelet were you to be hired would begin with your hiring. So what was the milestone of this month or this week? What would that be? So it might be, hey, the day that we signed AOL. Okay. Uh, remember those guys? So we're doing the same thing with the t-shirts. The first generation t-shirts are coming to a wrap. You go to the toddhermanshow.com slash store. That's the toddhermanshow.com slash store. That way, when we have listener events, people who wear the first generation t-shirts, we know where you are at. 
when it was a podcast. Oh, well, sorry, I accidentally let something slip. Uh, just forget I said that part. This is thetoddermanshow.com slash store. Just forget I said it. I'll edit it out later. Senator Ron Johnson um, is becoming a COVID hero. Thomas Massey, Representative Massey, was the first Republican to call out Big Pharma. Now, Ron Johnson is calling him out. He spoke at an event about the COVID cartel. And as we go through Senator Johnson's words here, as he explains what he views as the COVID cartel, keep in mind what they've done to Alex Jones. Keep in mind the money they took based upon what? Lies that hurt people's feelings. And they deeply hurt people's feelings. There's no doubt it caused a huge emotional harm. Your kindergartner has been murdered and a guy with a huge audience says you're a liar, that you didn't have kids, that you're a crisis actor. That's hurtful. It's also defamation. Um, keep that in mind. Also, as you listen to Senator Johnson describe what he calls the COVID cartel, keep in mind uh, a rodeo clown, former radio host, podcaster, who pioneered the phrase, the party. Let me define the COVID cartel for you. It's, it is the Biden administration, it's the federal health agencies, it's big pharma, it's the legacy corporate mainstream media, and it's the big tech social media giants. That is the, that is the COVID cartel. They are the ones that have sabotaged early treatment. They are the ones that have done the censoring, that have li limited freedom of speech. They are the ones, because of that censorship, because of that sabotage, I would hold largely responsible for the deaths of, what do you say, doctors? How, how many hundreds of thousands of Americans that died because of lack of early treatment? So the problem we have with the COVID cartel is at this point, with the body count that high, they can't afford to be proven wrong. That's a brilliant line. They cannot afford to be proven wrong. And Senator, please add to that academia, the University of Washington's completely, utterly, clownishly discredited IHME, Bill Gates bought and sold, bought and paid for, I should say, lied through their teeth about COVID modeling. They continue to lie. They're bankrupt morally and academically bankrupt. So add academia because they don't stand alone in that and add finance. Remember, we've got the, the boss of the, um, the, 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 the treasury, Powell, saying that we have an inflation crisis because people didn't get injected. Remember that the COVID injection passports are going to be tied to your financial records. Remember, BlackRock had a demand that the Treasury conjure $360 billion two years before the lockdown. And then when the lockdown came, BlackRock said, here you go. Perfect excuse. So I trust that Senator Johnson's going to get there. He's come a long way in understanding that this is not that this is not people making mistakes. Senator Johnson continued at this event called the COVID cartel, and he talked about something else. Remember that Alex Jones is going to have to pay forty five million dollars to the families of the um, the Sandy Hook uh, victims. After the lawyer takes whatever rake he takes, which sometimes is 75%. I don't know what he's taking. Um, 
he's going to have to do that or go for a retrial or go for a, a mistrial, given the fact that his attorneys are mistake-laden clowns. He could probably do that. Uh, but the doctors, just last week, I shared with you a $25 million suit a doctor has filed against her hospital because they claim that she is dangerous because she provided early treatment, though she didn't lose a single patient. She treated 4,000 people. None of them died. She was fired from her job. She was called dangerous. She's been labeled dangerous. This impedes her career. I doubt that any of the parents of the children who were murdered at Sandy Hook had trouble getting work because I doubt anyone in an interviewing sense said, wait a minute, aren't you a crisis actress? But a doctor labeled dangerous, she's a walking, talking lawsuit machine, as many, many hospitals will see it. She's asking for $25 million. Pierre Corey, there's another $25 million. How many other doctors can we name? We're talking about billions of dollars from hospitals and from the Mockingbird media. Every single truth teller about COVID, Dr. Peter McCullough is one. They've all been labeled conspiracy theorists. They've all been labeled disgraced. They've all been labeled liars. Some of them have been labeled domestic terrorists. Dr. McCullough. CNN sent a so-called news crew to his building. They followed him on his bicycle. He bikes to work. They said, you are killing people. They pointed a finger at Joseph McCullough and said, you are getting people killed. By questioning these injections, you are causing deaths. Dr. McCullough's work cannot be shared on Twitter. It cannot be shared on Facebook. He's being damaged. We could continue on with doctor after doctor. Dr. Paul Alexander is banned from Twitter, worked for Trump. He's an evidence-based doctor. And we could continue with the names that you probably know just as well as I do. But it's about not just the doctors. And this goes to the Jones precedent in whole, but it certainly is about the doctors. And Senator Johnson talked about this. But, I mean, you just kind of go through the, the timeline and you see how, for example, hydroxychloroquine was sabotaged by people like Dr. Bright, by the news media. You take a look at how, how the voices were silenced. I mean, I, I'll just remember early on watching these videos coming in from doctors, and Dr. Corey is one of the courageous ones, or went to New York, you know, front lines, tr trying to save people. I mean, all the courage and compassion to treat COVID patients, unlike Ajit Jha our current COVID czar. But these doctors working 12, 14, 16 hour shifts coming home and then into a video describing their experience and saying that this isn't what everybody's saying it is. What was the reaction of the COVID cartel? They pulled down the videos. I remember Dr. Dan Erickson out in California and how he was pilloried, how he was vilified. 
No, I, I actually, I have to apologize to you guys for giving you that platform and destroying your I lives. I to comment. What but, do I, I mean, you just kind of the people who refuse the vaccine, the but, COVID vaccine. I mean, you just kind what do we say about that? I was asked to reply to a comment. What do I think of people who refuse the vaccine, the COVID vaccine? Yeah, she's a medical person. And Senator Johnson was just speaking about a medical person. Just speaking about brave doctors. But 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 that that nurse who interrupted that that she said I was asked to reply to a comment. What do I think? The people who refuse the vaccine. Well, let's see what she thinks now after the lies have been lifted and after she has suffered grievous harm because it's here that the Jones precedent matters in a massive sense. There are going to be millions of people who die because of these injections. There's hundreds of thousands who've been injured. There's probably millions who've been fired who've had their livelihoods taken from them because of the lies that the Mockingbird media knowingly tells. How can I say it's knowingly? Because if a rodeo clown podcaster and former conservative talk show host can know this stuff and has known it for three years, it's knowable. They didn't even air the opposing point of view. All they have to do is say, yeah, we aired the opposing point of view. They didn't because they're all pharma companies. You'll hear from that nurse in a second here in a bit. More from Senator Johnson. So I just saw this. Um, this just, just, just happened as I'm recording the program. I'm always paying attention to breaking news. I use Twitter for that. It is actually useful in that way. Let's see here. We have a combination of grifters, criminals. You have Pfizer Incorporated pointing to the CDC.gov. Here's an ad they put out. Did you know common factors can put you at greater risk of getting very sick from COVID-19? Even if early symptoms are mild. If you're a high risk and test positive, talk to your doctor about authorized COVID-19 oral options, oral treatment options. Here's some of the things they say put you more at risk. Obesity. Wait a minute, it does? Tony Fauci said this kills equally. The Mockingbird media never talked about that. They also talk about COPD, asthma, being over the age of 65, diabetes, hypertension, smoking, physical activity, by which they mean lack of it. <laughs> ha! They're lying right here. Well, they're not lying. They're lying that their treatment works. That first line, obesity? Um, my dad was obese most of his life. I used to be 150 pounds heavier. I know that it doesn't make you a bad person. I know that it doesn't make you anything other than someone who's got unwanted fat on your body. Just be as lovable as ever, smart as ever. Here's the difference maker though. Do you know you want to drop the fat? Do you know it? Okay, I'll tell you this. I know I want to build a great big cool tree house. I also know I'm not able to build a tree house. It'd take me years of study. So I'm going to have to talk to friends and say, hey, can you help me build a tree house on my land? I want to put my studio up on a tree house. Well, if you know you need to take off the fat and you haven't been able to do it on your own, it's okay to ask for help. I've done it. My wife is doing it. Loved ones have done it. I've got a loved one on the soda process now, sodaweightloss.com. I've read the testimonial of hundreds. 
six, no, it's now over 7,000 Google reviews, average of 4.8 stars. I know about the food they provide. I know that they are absolutely based in rigorous scientific observation. No junk science there. It's sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. You don't want to see a tree house I'd build on my own because you couldn't eat it falling you and kill you. How are you doing dropping the unwanted fat? It's sodaweightloss.com. So we'll get to that nurse because it's interesting. Her opinion has changed. Remember when the Mockingbird media would feature people like Francis Collins and Tony Fauci, our nation's leading expert on infectious diseases. Alex Jones said people are crisis actors, 45 million bucks. The Mockingbird media says Tony Fauci's our leading expert on infectious diseases. They can't prove that. They still say they're safe and effective. They still refuse to report on injection deaths. Here's Senator Johnson talking about a co-conspirator of Fauci, the abortionist who pretends to be, well, he says he's an evangelical Christian who's a big fan of abortion. The two do not go together. He also took your money and handed it to the Chinese Communist Party lab in Wuhan to make viruses more dangerous. This is Senator Johnson talking about Francis Collins. I remember a very early meeting I had with uh, Francis Collins. This was uh, after the vaccines have already been authorized. And I actually believed the CDC when they had a little teleconference saying they're going to really take their safety surveillance systems very serious. You know, the VAER system, you know, all these systems they had, they were, they were going to be watching. And if there was an adverse event that cost somebody even two days of lost work, there was a CDC representative going to be on the phone digging into what caused that adverse event. It was all BS. Because on April 27th, with other Republican colleagues, who I will say were patting themselves on the back for everything they'd done, testing, Operation Warp Speed. I, I was the skunk in the room asking Dr. Collins, sir, have, have you been watching the VAERS report? At this point, there are about 3,000 deaths reported in the VAERS. I remember the number, 1,230, these are worldwide, 1,230 had occurred on days zero, one, or two. And at that point, the only deaths that uh, any government agencies had admitted were associated with the vaccine were the six deaths of child-age-bearing women associated with the J&J vaccine. That's it. And so when I raised this issue, I mean, are you concerned about this data? That was his response. Well, we've only, you know, we only have evidence that only six people have died. So what do you say about these 3,000? His answer was, as arrogant as it was glib. So, Senator, people die. Senator, people die. I played it on the radio. Um, anybody in the Mockingbird media could have had Senator Johnson on. I'm sure he would have gone on nearly every show. There has been no shortage of people warning about these injections. Former heads of research for Pfizer, two of them have warned about these injections. Vandenbosch, regarded by many as the most expert, or the, the, the most highly regarded expert about what, what vaccines do, said this is what's going to happen and it's happening. They could have had him on. They could have had anyone from the Great Barrington Declaration on, but they wouldn't. They refused. What did they say about the Great Barrington Declaration? They're disgraced. They're fringe, fringe doctors. 
They went to one source, Fauci, and they're killing people. As I record this show, this minute they're running ads that they're safe and effective, the injections. And Jones is out 45 million bucks. And the precedent, as I see it, is if you knowingly lie and harm another, I don't care if you're an opinion person. I don't care if it's the First Amendment. Right? Defamation's a real thing. It's been around forever. It's a solid legal theory. Well, de- defamation is one thing. Lying people into taking drugs for profit is another. In any other case, in fact, in the cigarette industry, you had convenient, you had stores that sold cigarettes after the rulings came out that cigarettes were known to be dangerous and deadly, just like these injections are known to be dangerous and deadly. Retail stores had to give up portions of their store to put up signage saying cigarettes kill you. They were forced to do that. That's big money that cost them because they had to put it in high traffic areas. That's product they couldn't store. We could force the Mockingbird media to run apology letters across the world and take from them enough money to bankrupt them. And yes, that would be a good thing. Bankrupt for lying on this level. Now, they were FDA approved. Remember that? The Mockingbird media's media? Well, vaccine deniers are going to have a hard time making their case. The Federal Drug Administration has issued full approval to the COVID vaccines that medical experts say are safe and effective. Oh, what about that, Senator Johnson? Now they're, they're not fully approved. Another bait and switch that the, the, the agencies are not answering my question. What, what did you do on August 23rd? You, you approved a drug that's not available. You say it's legally distinct, but interchangeable. But they stand the EUA on the drug that is available. Would you just explain it? It confuses me. It's confusing all kinds of people. They won't answer the question. And I have had so many questions. The American public should have so many questions. The injections that have been shoved into your arms and that of your children and loved ones has never been approved by the FDA. It's not available. No one in America has taken it. No one. They've taken something else. The Mockingbird media participates in this to this moment, to this day. Well, these are FDA approved. Jones, a $45 million payout to the families. One hospital facing perhaps a $25 million payout to one doctor. One hospital has already paid 10 million bucks or been ordered to pay 10 million bucks to employees they fired because they wouldn't take these injections. Lawyers, you must gather. You must gather victims and families, people who've been conned into taking these injections, people who've been fired. Use the Jones precedent against the Mockingbird media. It's sitting right there for us because to this moment, they ignore what goes on with the um, VARS and that data. Over 30 years, the largest number of adverse events for a flu vaccine totaled 137. In one lot of the COVID vaccine, there's 5,900 
5,297 adverse events. There are 186 lots that have over 1,000 adverse events. 80% of the adverse events occurred within 1% of the lots. Now, I come from manufacturing. That is proof that either the manufacturing process or the distribution process is not in control. I wrote a letter to the FDA. You think I've gotten any response? Of course not. One of my more recent letters, uh, I think this is Children's Health, Health Defense, under FOIA request, was asking for the analysis on theirs, their standing operating procedures. You know, where, where the, where's the analysis for that? CDC writes back, we didn't do them, got nothing. Why didn't they do them? They don't want the answers. They don't want the data. They don't want it to be available. Senator Johnson said it. They can't afford to be proven wrong, except they weren't wrong. I'm going to say it again. This is not chaos. This is not incompetence. Chaos begets incompetence. Or pardon me, incompetence begets chaos. Incompetent people create chaotic results. Sometimes the pizzas come out burned. Sometimes they come out undercooked. Sometimes they come out with all the ingredients shoved to one side because the person wasn't careful when they put the pizza onto the oven. Sometimes they're missing agreements. Sometimes they're perfect. Stop clock is right twice a day. This is not that they were wrong. It's not that it's incompetence. Fauci is a grifting, lying, psychotic murderer. Fauci, or, uh, Collins is a little bit behind that. Walensky is a wonk being used. There's a whole bunch of wonks being used. The people in the Mockingbird media read things from a screen for a living, most of them. Most of them sit down with producers if they're anchors. Here's what you're going to read. We're going to put these words in front of you. They're given questions by their producers. I'd never seen such a thing until I began to work in, um, in, in what they call big tent radio. And I still love that format, by the way. I still love to be able to talk about things other than politics. Obviously, we try to put God at the center. I can't say I've done a good job at that during this show, although I can say thou shalt not lie and end it there. There's a whole lot of other things we could say. The Lord has said about do not treat people like do not treat your slaves differently from yourself or your servants differently from yourself. Look what these people are doing. But when I started to work in FM radio, I had a producer come to me one day and say, hey, here's some suggested questions for this guest. I said, what? Oh, I just wrote these out. I go, um, Andrew, please don't ever insult me that way. Oh, I just, you know, I know you're very busy and, and you may not have time to read it. Go, Andrew, I will never speak words that are handed to me. I'll speak ad copy. I'll speak traffic copy. Now, checking traffic sponsored by, I'll do that. But there's not a chance that you're ever going to hand me something um, and then I'm going to read it because you told me to. That's, that will never happen. If it's a question or a position I take on the air, please never insult me that way. Oh, well, this is the way a lot of people do it. I didn't mean to offend you. This is the way a lot of people do it. That's what the Mockingbird Media does, a whole bunch of them. And now we come to this. We come to the lie du jour. It's about people our age. Well, I don't know you. I mean, I know many of you, but, but I don't know all of us. It's about young people who should not be dying. It's about those cemeteries doing well. It's about the all-cause mortality. Yes, Senator Johnson recognizes this as well. The mockingbird media that sent reporters to Wasilla, Alaska to look through Sarah Palin's garbage. The CNNs 
that sent reporters to housewives in Iowa on a farm to charge them with sharing Russian disinformation. Those same entities can't be bothered to ask any significant questions about what this thing they've given the name SADS. Never got to vaccine. So I want to I want to talk about what we know about the vaccines that the media, the COVID cartel is not conveying to the American public. The American public does, is not fully informed as they're making these decisions. But then I do want to try and move on to what's happened. I mean, wh- why is this information being withheld? What are the forces at play? And then finally, I really want to get into what information do we need? I'll just throw one out there. You know, we, we've now heard, heard of SADS, right? Everybody knew of SIDS. Now we got SADS. I'd never heard of that. When, when all of a sudden it started being talked about in the news media and been suppressed really for months, these young people just dying on sports, sporting fields, whatever, but now all of a sudden they got a term for it. I'm reading the reports. And as always in the reports, go, medical experts are completely baffled. This are, what could possibly be happening? These things started in the year 2021. I mean, are you kidding me? Senator sounds like me because anybody who follows the pattern and is willing to tell the truth is going to sound like us. The Alex Jones precedent is this CNN owes the victims of the injections hundreds of millions of dollars a piece. They owe our society Billions of dollars. Pfizer owes us the entire $360 billion they stole from us back. It's the Mockingbird media that gets my ire because they cheer the destruction of Jones. They cheer censorship of the right. While they, and it's not just on COVID, engage in the biggest lies ever told and they're unbelievably deadly. See Alex Jones president. It's perfect. Who's up first? Chris Cuomo? I'll take hundred million. Who's next? Rachel Maddow. I'll take a hundred mil. We can go down the, down the line. Go to Fox news. They got plenty of injection fans over there. Neil Cavuto, I'll take 100 million, Neil. You just had Fauci on. You didn't talk about the deaths. You didn't talk about Ron Johnson. Seattle Times, I'll take the whole thing. You're a Gates-funded entity. I've already shared the link countless times that you admit you're saving journalism by getting paid to report news that people choose to have you report, like the Gates Foundation. It's a post-alley interview. Take the entire newspaper from you. God just so decries schemers at this level. And then there's this. That nurse, remember, she interrupted us earlier. She got injured by the injections. Fact. If the Mockingbird media weren't pharma pimping liars, if the hospital industry association wasn't pharma pimping 
government dollar sucking pigs at the trough, she wouldn't be in this circumstance. I was asked to reply to a comment. What do I think of people who refuse the vaccine, the COVID vaccine? Um, I've been hurt by the Pfizer vaccine. I have CIDP, chronic inflammation, demyelination, polyneuropathy. It's changed my life completely. If I had to do it all over again, I would have never got the vaccine. Um, I do work in healthcare. So I do work with patients. So where I work, we were told, you know, if you get the vaccine, you'll save lives. You won't get sick. You won't die. The media was saying the same thing. Media. So I believed it. Um, my friends that didn't get the vaccine, I thought, how could you not get it? You're going to go home. What if you spread What if you have it? You don't know it and you give it to your family members. The worst case scenarios were playing out in my head because of what I was seeing inside the facility. We would have cookouts and things like that with my friends. I had a lot of friends that are unvaccinated and they still aren't vaccinated. We'd have cookouts and at first I was scared to go go there because I thought, oh my gosh, what if they're spreading COVID? It was like the dumbest thing I've ever thought of now that I think of it. Um, and once I started hanging out with them and things, they weren't getting sick. And the ones that did get sick, they got COVID lightly. They were back on their way. I had already gotten my vaccine I had already started having issues and seeing a neurologist. I totally have changed my mind. They were the smart ones. They were the ones that didn't wear the masks. They were the ones that hung around each other and <laughs> never caught it, never spread it. Some of the ones did get vaccinated because of their jobs. <laughs> but the ones that aren't, I totally commend you and I wish I was one of you. I think very highly of you. And I'm up upset with myself. No job is worth it. No job. <laughs> no job is worth it. And yet there are people in my audience and this podcast family who were injected because they had to be. And you made a mistake. And for most of you, right now you're fine. And I pray to God Almighty you continue to be fine. I beg you to go get D-dimer tested. D-dimer. This will determine to what degree you've got blood clots in your body because you have some from the spike proteins. I would beg you to do that. I would beg you to reach out to places like Heart of Hope and just FYI, I'm on the nonprofit board for them who offer a protocol to help cure your body from the damage these injections have done because they've done some because the spike proteins are cytotoxic and because they've conned your genes into producing a poison 
Hence, putting your body to some degree at war with your body. You must not let them touch your children with this. And most people are not. And then we'll move forward. If you're a lawyer, go after these guys. The Jones precedent is right there. And if you do it for the profit motive, okay. What are we talking about? You know what? I could make an argument for $500 billion pretty easily. Split that, monk, uh, split that up with your clients and you. Probably buy yourself a really nice dinner or something. Alex Jones' precedent makes this all super clear. He hurt feelings. They were tremendously hurt. That's a fact. Judge says he defamed people. I think calling a crying mom a, a crisis actress, I think that's probably defaming a person. Well, the Mockingbird media is killing people to this moment. God says, thou shalt not murder. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind. And let's remember, because we just talked about some heavy stuff. Let us pray even for our enemies. Because even the evil people want what's good for their families. We're different. We want Christ for everybody.